Here we are back with another episode at Under the Sombrero. I can't believe it. It's our, our 15th episode, which is, is pretty crazy. But here we are again with a little special treat this time since we've been talking about food a lot. So we're, we're changing pace a little bit, no? Yeah, Andrew, here we are again uh, for being the third episode. Thank you. <laughs> Part and two. We are going... <laughs> Sorry? Part two. <laughs> yeah. Back-to-back <laughs> weeks for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what are we are talking about today? What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about something special in Mexico. Okay. What is this kind of special thing? It's like a pretty traditional dessert uh-huh. in this country. So... Let's uh, start with this, if you want. I think that would be a good idea to, to jump in today's podcast. Let's do this then. Bringing you under the sombrero from the eyes of an American and a Mexican sharing a fresh perspective of Mexico. Hey guys, how are you, how are you guys doing? Hi, Andrew. Fine, thank you. I think we have a, a guest over there that I think is ready yeah. to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let let her to talk. Hello, Andrew and Nectar. How are you? We're fine, thanks. How are you? I'm very happy. Thank you for the invitation. I'm really appreciate appreciate the the time that we were sharing in this moment. So I'm really happy for that. I'm glad to, it's finally happening, and I I think you have some rich history to to share and maybe some cool experiences you've had um, amongst this sweet treat. Yes, of course. The, the topic of today uh, is about, uh, as Hector said, uh, about a, a traditional dessert. Um, we, we know as a churros. <laughs> and that kind of dessert is a, a traditional um Dessert that we can find in almost all Mexico, I think, mm-hmm. and that can that kind of dessert are a fried dessert with sugar and cinnamon, and each each place in Mexico have their unique way to cook them, and mm-hmm. you can find it and enjoy it with with some drink, mm-hmm. and and I think that. that that you you can choose your your best um, your best kind of, of churro. Where where are typically the best churros found? Would you say where can you find the best churros? Uh, I I mean that uh-huh. for example uh, in my family uh, we make two kinds of churros. Okay. One one of them is a a traditional churro. Mm-hmm. There is a, a large and and the other kind of churro is called well I know that that kind of churro as a churro gordo. Okay. Oh churro uh, gordo. Yes. <laughs> Sounds weird to me, but it's delicious. <laughs> Sounds like and, it. <laughs> yes, it's delicious. And and I mean when I say that you're your favorite churro gordo because that kind of churro is with some filling 
uh, whatever you want, like a cajeta or marmalade or Nutella or something like that. Chocolate. And you can, chocolate, for example. And, and you can eat it with some drink, uh, for example, uh, coffee or tea or hot chocolate. And that's why I say that you, you can find your favorite <laughs> I've never had one, but having some experiences in Mexico City, the first time I had churros in Mexico, I've had them here. They're quite popular in the United States, but having it with Mexican hot chocolate, oh, that was a really good combination. I could easily probably eat that and drink that every <laughs> single day of my life without a problem. <laughs> Yes, you, you have to, to find your, your favorite when in your next visit in Mexico. Mm-hmm. No, that's definitely true. I didn't try cajeta, which is similar to like a caramel, no? Yes, it's a kind of caramel made by, by milk. Uh-huh. And caramel is a mix of, of them. And, and I really like it. Would that be your favorite type of filling in a churro, or what? It, what do you think is the best? Mm, oh, it's a difficult <laughs> decision. <laughs> yeah, it's a very difficult. <laughs> yes, I, I think that the, the most popular is with cajeta. Okay. Yes. Is that your favorite? I agree with you. Yeah, it's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Could you, before we get into like kind of like uh, the history of like how you got started in into churros what was like what's the kind of like the story the history behind churros how did they come to Mexico yes of course Uh, as we know the churros are very popular in many places around the world Mm -hmm. so in Mexico the history of the churros began when Hernan Cortes comes to America during the conquest and um, as other as other cuisine or as other European gastronomy was ex- extended through Mexico and so America the the churro was the, the same the same way that that we know that kind of food or that kind of dessert so that's that's the the way that that we know the the churro in Mexico so let me ask you something Yes. Jasmine. Uh, the, the, the churro, it's um, from Spain or it's from Mexico? It's, it's like, uh, it's, or it's like a combination between uh, an European gastronomy and Mexican gastronomy. It's a mix, but it, it's more for, for Spain. Uh, in Spain, there are uh, porras. Okay. Is, is a, I never taste them, no? but, but I <laughs> okay. the pictures and the weight and is the is similar to the churro that we know in Mexico. But the origin of the churro it was in China, I think. Okay. But in Spain and in Europe, they they get the, the recipe and they change the, the ingredients, some ingredients. For example, in China, use salt 
instead of of, of sugar. Mm. So yeah. in Europe, they they change some some ingredients to to make the the churro that that they that now we know. And, and then the name of the churro was called or, or the churros they are called churro because they look like the shape of the horn of the uh, churra sheep. Mm-hmm. So that that's why they called with that name. So you're tell, telling us that we call it churro because for a part of an animal. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they, look like, they look like like the horn of the churro sheep, but okay. because the, the churro is in a curly way. Mm. So yeah. so that's that's why. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's quite interesting to kind of compare yeah. it to the shape of of the animal and then kind of take the name after it as well is is quite interesting. Yes. I guess you could make the comparison with a lot of foods that have like unique names. <laughs> it's just like, why do they have those names? It's just because probably one day somebody decided to call it that. And then everybody else started calling it too that name. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is for the traditional churro, but mm. the churro gordo is because the churro is a little fat. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little it's bigger. Quicker. It's bigger than the traditional one. Uh-huh. Yes. How how do you know so much about churros, Hasman? I I grew up in a family that 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 make churros. Mm-hmm. So since I I was a child, I know the this this tradition because my family made the the churros and. And in fact, I am the three generation of the of selling churros. My grandfather started with this tradition business, traditional business in 1961. Okay. So that's why I, I know something about churros and I I know how to, to make them. Wow. And kind of to go along with that, did you learn anything from your grandfather did you ever see him making any churros growing up uh, yes i saw my my grandfather i i remember when i visit him um, i remember that i arrived to, to his house mm-hmm. and he was making the dog and and that's why i i really like and i love that that tradition because uh, I I remember that that time when I when I were with with him. Mm. Okay, so sorry, Andrew. No, go ahead. So did he teach you or did you just learn by watching? Oh no, 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 no. Uh, I I learned because I I helped my my grandfather and my father and nowadays I, I still choose with my, my brothers. And I know because my grandfather and my father taught me and taught to my 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 siblings. Was it kind of, was it like a difficult experience like learning or was it quite easy do you think or did it take you some time to <laughs> to get more comfortable like making the churros? 
and like cooking uh, them as well. Uh -huh. I think that is is easy, but you have uh, no, no, no. You you need to to use a a technique because uh, sometimes if you don't if you don't move the the valve in a good way, mm -hmm. you you can't get the the good stuff. But I think that it's not easy, but you have to practice to to make a good a good dove and in with good flavor. So it's quite difficult to get like the shape of the churro from the dough. It's something quite yes. okay. It's yes. kind of like a, an art kind of in a way. Would you describe it like that? It's yes. something similar with the tortilla or um, with the bread. You need to have the the or you need to learn how to prepare the right way the, the, the dog because uh, that that's the secret the secret or of the bakery sometimes yes yeah, so like the 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 churros that you made are with a uh, pink dog or white dog no white because in uh, i found in some places uh with with pink dog and that ones are my favorite ones. The, the, the okay. taste is, is it's so different. It's different. I, I don't know. I, I, I have ever seen that kind of, of churros just in a picture, but I never tried. They are, they, they, the taste is, is different. The flavor is so different. I think there is maybe some kind of chocolate or something like that. I don't know what they put in the dog, but it's it's the flavor. It's it's different. That that's why the the ones that have the pink dog are my favorite ones. Hmm. Okay. Where do you find the one with the pink dogs? You find them on the street, or is it more <laughs> like street food? Or no, it's uh, I don't know. It's it's like uh, street food because. I, I found that in in a little stores, in, in, not even in a bakery, not even in um in a place that where the people sell churros like in the uh, like Jasmine. I just found that in 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 little stores. My grand my grandfather has a little store, and he used to sell this kind of churros. It's interesting. Do you think it's something from Puebla or? Maybe, maybe okay. it could be. It could be. Okay. Speaking of kind of like this mysterious like pink uh, in churros, <laughs> where did you end up getting the? Where did the recipe start from? Did how did your grandfather get a recipe together? Did somebody teach him? Uh, yes, my grandfather started uh, to with this tradition or with this business when. When he came to live in Guadalajara, mm -hmm. and he lear learned to make churros, and over the time he was innovating and improving the recipe because at the beginning uh, the the dough isn't as good as as now, mm -hmm. and he learned uh, some someone taught him to make the the dough uh, because. When he and his family arrived to, to Guadalajara, they experienced an economic crisis. So someone 
tells him to to make churros while he he get a job so mm -hmm. that's why my grandfather start um, and and this this in this case the the crisis was an opportunity to to my to my grandfather and nowadays he's a he's a familiar uh, business familiar many big brands starts in this way yes yes and what has like motivated you to like keep the family tradition going so because now you said you're you're the third generation what's motivating me um i think that i really enjoyed um because more than a business is a hobby i think mm -hmm. for for me and my siblings because um i i really enjoy the time that i that i spend with with my brother for example and i i really like the the way that that i know that the people enjoy the the churro when they when they taste it and to remember just to remember that the my grandfather the way that that he works to he worked to create a, a the, the, this this tradition no and and i think that that, that my family that i is the the motivation that i that i have i think that's i don't know, I don't, know I don't know you andrew but i need a hobby like this <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's this podcast. I, <laughs> yeah, maybe I need I need a hobby that leaves me money. <laughs> I'm sorry, this podcast is this for fun. It's not for money, my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, that's a good point. I I think that's cool. Like uh, to have a hobby that you can enjoy and also make a little bit money while you're while you're having fun and kind of carry on the the family tradition which i think a lot of people can't say and i think it's a unique opportunity that you have has me yes very good and in addition to that like you started telling me about like the process is quite difficult to to make churros what is like what are like the tools and like the cooking devices you're using to make churros yes it is We, we don't have we don't need a lot of, of tools I think the basic tools that we need is a uh, uh, metal sharing I'm not sure if I pronounce uh, the metal sharing and a um, syringe metal, syringe syringe okay in uh -huh. a metal container to to hit the oil uh -huh. and a large uh, metal hook to remove the churros from the, the oil. Mm -hmm. And uh, the traditional churro is, uh, is a little more complicated than the churro gordo because uh, we made uh, one piece of, of churro, a big churro. Uh, if you don't make the good circle, uh, you can put all together. <laughs> And at the end, it isn't a, a churro, no? But uh, first of all, we have to to fill the the sharing with the dough, uh -huh. and we must uh, after sorry before 
before menstrual, we have to to be sure that the the oil is very hot because we need a a high temperature in the in the oil. Mm -hmm. So how I know that the the oil is ready? Uh, we put a little piece of dog in the in the oil, in the hot oil, and if the the that little piece of dot floats quickly. Uh, we know that the the oil is is ready. No, mm. if it is, if not, we must wait some some minutes to to get the 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 hot ready, the hot oil ready. Mm. Yes, and once that the oil is is ready, it is necessary to pick up the string and push it with uh, with the hands and the, and the stomach, for example. And then the, the dove comes out of the, uh, in a natural shape. And it is necessary to make little circles until create a, a spiral. And we make like a three circles, kind of. And we make a big churro, and a big uh, a one piece of, of churro. So when the, the churro is ready, we have to remove the the churro from the oil, and then you can put the the piece of you of you want. And then, well, it is necessary to put some sugar with with cinnamon, and finally you can enjoy it the traditional churro. So you made a big spiral of churro. And yes. Then you cut it. Yes, at the end, when I removed the, the, the spiral from the oil, I cut the, the pieces of the churro. Okay. Sounds like that, quite the, uh-huh, go ahead. Yes, that's the way that we made the churro, but nowadays there are machines that make the, uh, each piece of, of churro. Yeah, and, I saw that. And looks like a stick or something like that. Yeah, they, they made like a piece and piece uh, like a for 10 or 15 centimeters. Yes, kind of. Yeah, piece by piece. <laughs> yes, one by one. And one by one. One by one, and, but now, but we made a, a, a spiral and then we cooked them. Okay. Mm. Wow. That sounds, I mean, this the way you describe it. It sounds like quite the process to, to make a lot of churros for like a day, like keep going and going and going through that churro. Cause like Hector mentioned, like he's seen like manual machines. I mean, automatic machines. You guys are doing this all by hand, yes. which obviously is. A lot more work. Yes, and um, the churro gordo is mm -hmm. we, we made it in a different way because we made it by hand, okay. and we made each piece uh, of churro and we put in the in the oil, and when when we remove the the churro from the oil, we could and. And open the churro to to fill the the churro with chocolate, vanilla, cajeta, or whatever you want. Mm -hmm. 
Where can we we find these delicious churros that that you're selling? Where? Uh huh. Um. Where in, in Guadalajara you can find the best churros? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to try it. Yes. <laughs> My next visit to Guadalajara. Of course, <laughs> to try it. You have. You have. You must have. You must try it. Okay. Are you guys only open on weekends? I know, I think you're still in the process of creating a name, but do you guys usually sell for like events or sell in the same places on the weekend or? Yes, we, now we, we sell the churros on the weekends mm-hmm. and, but, if, but we, we, we make churros from events if you have a party, we can make churros instead of, oh, I forgot the name. Uh, we can make churros as, as a dessert from your party or, or uh, it's for, for us. It is the way that, that, that we sell churros, but you can find the churros in a cafe, in a restaurant or in the street, you can find Almost in all the all the church in the in the city, uh, you can find a, a stand with uh, with the churros. Mm. Sounds really good and and really tasty. I mean, like you told me, like once you guys get a brand and like social media and everything going, like just let us know and we'll be more than happy to to yes. kind of promote your your guys's little business, small business, which is cool. Now we, my my brothers and I, we are working in a in a brand and a social media to to promote the, the churros and to to make that more people know about our product. And then I will share with with you the the information and the social media to know the the process and the the places that we can that you can find it and and as i told you um, each person have the way to make the unique way to make the the, the churros mm-hmm. so i think you can find a lot of, of churrerias for example but but you can taste taste very uh, different flavors and and ways to to make them well, that's definitely a good point. I think it, it changes from place to place. And like you told us, the best ones are, are in Guadalajara. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll definitely... yes. Uh-huh. For example, for example, there are some places that you can find the churro with uh, with an ice cream or with fruit like strawberries or a banana or something like that. Mm-hmm. That, that that can be another uh, another kind of of feeling for your tourists sounds quite delicious too a lot of calories and sugar but who cares at that point it's time to enjoy right (laughs) but it's once is not too bad (laughs) that's true it's not every day (laughs) only if you want to maybe not a good health decision but Is there anything you guys would like to add before we wrap up today's uh, episode? No, I need to 
go out and find a churro right now. It's kind of late, Hector. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Guadalajara. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It was a pleasure having you on, Hesmin, and I look forward to possibly having you on again. I really enjoyed it. And thank you, Hector, as well. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Hector. I really enjoyed that time. And I I see you soon here in Guadalajara to, <laughs> to, to bring the churros. <laughs> okay. Very good. We hope, we hope visit you soon. Definitely. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.